um, to day six, because because impurity of speech, we're skipping because it's a review. So skip to day six, page twenty nine. Page twenty nine. Um, we're actually we'll actually do page thirty. We're not going to read that whole thing. We'll do the halacha on thirty. But just to begin, the blessing that we all have and the schus that we all have to to be able to remind ourselves what life is about and to remind ourselves that we don't want our focus, the Yitzhahara, uh, which is like a fly. Uh, Chazal compare the Yitzhahara to like a fly, a zvuv. What a fly does is it always finds the, uh, the garbage. That's what a fly does, right? It always finds garbage. If you have a cut on yourself, it'll find your, the blood, It'll find the wound that you have. That's what the Yitzhahara is always looking for. The Yitzhahara is always looking uh, for negative, always looking to ruin uh, whatever it is, uh, the beauty, the beauty of whatever is in front of you. And many times, as we said yesterday, some of, some of the Chevra came over. We were talking yesterday after Shir about the Hevedanes Kol Ha'adam. Right, Rabbi Lazarus, I have the list. I didn't make copies yet, but we'll, Mitzvah Shem will send out. You have all, you have copies? So that, that um, you know, one of the things that's important to do is when you judge an entire person, when you judge a, somebody not just focusing on their negative. You could always find negative, and so too you could always find positive. It's all what you're looking for. We have to learn to look for, we have to learn, thank you very much. We have to learn, so I'm going to make, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll make copies of Mir Tashem at the right time. But the point is, um, positive traits, um, what, what we want to try and do is we want to try and train ourselves to look for the positive. You're not always going to be able to find the positive, you want to train yourself to be able to look for the positive, which means there are always going to be situations that come that are negative situations. There's always going to be something that a person can say, this is negative, this is uh, whatever it might be in any relationship, looking at a circumstance, but the, the one of the ohev yamim liros tov, you want to try and find the good, to expect to see the good, right? What does it mean to find something? When you, when you find something, what does that mean when you're finding it? You're searched. Why are you searching for it? What, so why, why, how come it's not right there? What? Right, but what, you search for something that you, that's, that's hidden, that's lost. You don't, you don't search for something that you know where it is. You, you search for your keys to your car. You don't look for the keys to your car. I put my car keys in my, in my top drawer. When do I look for the keys to my car? When what? When you lost them. When you need it, when they're not there. So people think, oh, to find the good in somebody, to find the good in somebody means that, oh, it's right there. No, it's not right there. Because if it was right there, 
we wouldn't be having this discussion. I wouldn't be looking at the guy, right? You always say, oh, who do you have to, I always say this, who are your friends? Your friends who, who are, are not the guys, you don't like people um, who, who agree with you. When you agree with someone, someone agrees with you, it's not the shot that you like them. You like yourself and you're happy that the guy agrees with you. Not the shot that you're, someone, dis if you, if you, if, it's no big deal to like somebody who you just see the good in them. The Kiddush is when you see someone who's not like you and you see someone who is different than you, right? You like usually the parent who, uh, yeah, well, I relate to my, my father. Oh, I can't relate to my mother or vice versa. I relate to my mother, I can't relate to my father, whatever it is. Yeah. I relate to this brother, I relate to this person, this roommate, I like this one, I don't. I can't relate to this person. Why? This guy's similar to me. So since he's similar to me, so therefore we get it. But the person who you don't like is usually the person who's different than you. The person who acts differently than you, you have to find the good in them. That takes work. That takes effort. That takes training yourself. Yes, morning. Last week, the opposites and attract. Opposites attract. So how is that true? Because if it could be, let's say, there's an opposite. Right. And then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, that, that is true that opposites attract, but opposites also can, can uh, trigger you and drive you crazy as well, correct. <laughs> that's, why, that's why usually when a person gets married, part, may, you could mark this as a note, You'll, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about now. Those who are married could also not know what I'm talking about unless you've really worked on your relationship uh, of marriage because it usually happens this way. So you guys can mark this down as something for your future. Usually the thing that you like about your spouse when you're dating them is the thing that you don't like about them when, when you're married to them. So it's like a funny thing the way it works. And the thing that you're opposite right, about that you're attracted to Right? Usually the, the chilled out one likes the intellect, right? If you look at a relationship, oh, he's so intellectual, I'm so emotional. He's so emotional, I'm so intellectual. Usually that's how relationships, oh, I love the person I'm dating because she's so intellectual and I'm emotional or vice versa. And what happens, then you're married, suddenly you're like, oh gosh, I can't believe she's not intellectual, she's so emotional. Well, that's what you fell in love with. But that's a different conversation, Morty, but it's a good point. The bottom line is, the bottom line is, the bottom line is, you, I got to process what you said to me yesterday because it blew me away. We have to look into that until we start presenting that, but that's a whole nother, nother world. But the point is, you're always going to have, thank you, you're always going to find somebody in your life who's going to bother you. Whether it's your father-in-law, whether it's your brother-in-law, whether it's, guess what, guys? Whether it's your own child. If you don't think you're going to have a child... Your grandson. Well, let's start with the children, Rabbi, but you're right. You're right. See? See? He's even saying grand. But what does that mean? You know why? Because it's people. Your own child. God willing, you're not just going to have one child. If you have one child, the chances are, okay, you'll get along with him or her. You have two children. The more children you have, the more chances you have that she comes from your wife's side of the family. And that's why he or she's a problem, right? That's a, that, that was a joke. But that's, way, that's usually what you're going to say. Oh, I'm having trouble with this child because this child's like my father-in-law or like my mother-in-law or like my sister-in-law. That's the way it's going to work. So what are you going to do? You, you think your child's not going to know that you have beef with him or her? 
course your child's going to know that. So how do you deal with that? The way you have to deal with that is you have to start learning now. When you start learning now to see the good and to love and to love the differences and to love and to appreciate the differences that people have and to realize that it's all about you. It's not about the other person. It's all about how you look at your day. Did you have a good day today? Why did I have a good day today? Did you have a bad day today? Why did you have a bad day today? And if you're having a bad day today, or you had a bad day, or you're going to have a bad day, because you're going to have a bad day, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with what life brings you? How do you deal when you're in a bad mood? What do you do when you're in a bad mood? What do you do when you look at someone negatively? What do you do? Do you think? Do you take a step back? Do you take a step back? What does it say? Ani amarti b'chavzi. Heard this once. Rabbi Halpern told this to me. Ani amarti b'chavzi. Kol ha'adam kaizev. When you look, when you do it quickly, everyone's everyone is everyone's a liar. Everyone's dark, dark. When you do it quickly, when you take a step, when you take a step back, and you process, you talk about it, you think about it. You analyze, you say, whoa, maybe this person is different. You ever, you ever look at someone and have a judgment on them and then you hear something about them that they lost their parent or they uh, grew up a certain way or they were abused or they were and suddenly like, oh, okay, that's uh, it's a paradigm, right? Steve Covey calls that a paradigm shift, paradigm. right? It shifts your whole look at it. Suddenly you look at this guy a certain way and then you hear he's this and that. That's learning to judge Lakovskos. Question, comments, and then we'll do the halacha. Yes, Yehuda. Just going to make a bracha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to agree. That what? It's not an excuse for what? Correct, but it definitely lessens your anger at somebody when you hear that this person's going through a difficult time. This person didn't have, so it's, it's a way you can you could look at a, the bigger picture. When we look at a bigger picture, it's always easier to judge. When you look at a when you just look at a you know it very very uh, narrow and quickly, then you judge. When you when you look at a whole picture, you meet the parents, you meet the family. Like oh, now I understand. Yeah. That what? Right, it could be. Yes, it is. It's not so terrible. You can understand it. Right. We don't get. We're not judged by Hashem the same way that we would judge someone else. Hashem understands our situations. Therefore, He takes everything into context. Yeah. So we shouldn't be so quick to say. There's no excuse. Hashem gives us excuses. Nice. Nice. Okay, beautiful. Thank you, Yehuda. Thank you, Rabbi Lazarus. Thank you. Oh, well said. Okay, let's learn day 30, and then we'll go to... Yes, who had a question? Go see, go. You got a question? How awesome is Tzvi, by the way? How awesome is this guy? Awesome, right? Right? Great. Oh, yeah, a good ballpark. Makes sense. So I was reading something today and it said that, like, uh, the Yitzhahara tries to get you to slip, like, so much because it 
So about Lashon Haro or, or Lashon? Right, so I'll tell you two things, and, and I, I, I think everyone's doing it here. You have to learn, you have to take your Sefer and you have to learn it. You learn this every day, you'll be protected. I'm not saying that the Chavetz Chaim himself said that. He said, you learn this every day and you will be protected, Hashem will help you. That's number one. Number two, which is obviously number two, that's number one, is you have to look at who you hang out with. It's worth it to drop a friend. And I'm saying this, and you could quote me on this, and I'm proud to say this. It's worth it to drop a friend if that friend is someone who always is talking bad to you about other people, or he brings out that in other people. Even though it might be hard and lonely to do that, you will only gain if you do that. And by the way, I've said this many times. Many of you have heard this from me, but I'll say it because I love this, because it's true. If someone talks to you about him, I guarantee you he's talking to him about you. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. You can't say, oh no, but we're boys, we're buddies. I promise you the guy who talks Lush and Hara to you about that guy, he's talking to that guy about you as well. He's going to. Someone who talks Lush and Hara speaks Lush and Hara. Someone who's careful is careful. Okay, yes. You stroll, you, oh, go Rafi. No, no, no. I know that, or Avrami. About like Yehuda said, about like, let's say you know like a per, I knew a person who was like a bully. Right. And I found out like some in a situation I realized just how like insecure and like. Right. It doesn't excuse it. It's Correct. Still, it's still a terrible. Correct. Thing, but it's Correct. Much sadder. And Correct. You see them more. You don't just see the action; you see them as a whole person. Correct. Correct. And 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 what you saw. Yehuda, you heard, what are you saying? He's saying like a bully, which is so true. Which, by the way, because I know people deal with bullies and even, you know, the, when you're older, I always say this. They say, oh, kids shouldn't bully and kids bully. You have adults who bully too. So bullies don't just apply in elementary school and that. A bully is a bully. And, and Yisrael is 100% right. Bullies are just, it's good to know. It's good to expose the bu bullies, just to know that in your heart, that bullies are... Um, usually um, the most insecure and they themselves are victims of that. now we're not excusing them I'm not a I'm not a uh, I'm not a defender of the bully I'm a defender of the victim the bully as far as I'm concerned can jump in a lake but it doesn't mean that I don't that I know that he is suffering himself and it changes the whole perspective that he himself you know is uh, is suffering himself correct Hurt people, hurt people. That's the bottom line. There's no, that's math. Five plus five is ten. There's no way around it. Hurt people, hurt people. That's the way it works. The more you're hurt, the more you're going to hurt someone. That's why you hurt, that's why you, you'll hurt your children. That's, that's what happens. You'll hurt your children. You'll hurt your spouse. You'll hurt the people closest to you. Because when you're hurt, you bleed. What's that line? Anyone remember that? Could you pull that one up? We bleed, we bleed on the... Someone who's hurt, who never takes care of, I'm not doing the quote well, but it's one of my favorites. I guess I, it's good for me to know it better than I know it. Just look it up about bleeding on the people 
who, who, a hurt person who doesn't heal ends up bleeding on people who never hurt him. You end up bleeding, you end up affecting and hurting people who never did anything wrong because you're in the pain that you're in. That's what Lashonara is. The, the Lashonara, you got it? Thank you. Yitzhi Gromov, look at this guy. Yitzhi, love it. Always, always. Someone said, if you never heal from what hurts you, you bleed on people who didn't cut you. So you're going to bleed on your wife, on your children, on the people around you. Why? Because you, you, thank you, because you didn't heal. And that's really what Lashon Hara is. What's Lashon Hara? You end up killing three people. You kill yourself, you kill the person you spoke to, and you kill the person you spoke about. All it does is rah, 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 rah. Bad, bad, bad. All because what? Because you didn't take care of the business that you got to take care of. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution. Okay. Shruli. Shrul. You guys met Shruli over here? Cali Yisrael, California, guys. California, watch out. California, yeah, let's hear from Cali. I don't think someone's like, someone gets started and makes them like, more sensitive because they kind of like, they see where other people are like, coming from. Yes. You're saying, what do you do that hurt people? So very good. Yisrael, uh, Yisrael. So Yisrael, Yisrael is saying a very good thing. He's asking Akasha. He's saying, we're saying that hurt people hurt people, but isn't it true that hurt people are sensitive to other people? Correct. That's true. So first of all, ready for this one? Usually a guy like that will hurt himself. You're going to hurt somebody. You're going to hurt somebody. You'll hurt yourself. It's got to go somewhere. You hop what I'm saying? Now, some people take out their aggression outwardly, right? We, we could talk about this a little bit. It's the difference between sadness and anger. Some people are angry people. Some people are sad people. They're very interconnected. Okay, well, I got the two therapists looking, staring at me with four eyes over there with their arms crossed. So I like this. So they're going to, they're gonna, they can help me with this for a second. No, 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 it's all good. It's good. You're in, I, li I like it. Get out the notebooks. So like this, like this. A, a sad person, because it's a very good thing that I'm saying over here. This is a very important yesod. Zach brought this up, I think, the first day of Shira, second day of Shira of codependence. Codependent people, without getting into codependence in a big, in a big way, but the shot is, is that you either hurt people outside of you or you hurt people inside of you, which is you, yourself. Most people who keep everything inside might be sad inside, but not necessarily anger that they're taking it out on other people. A depressed person, I'm not talking about a clinically depressed person, but more of an introvert, not in the classic introvert, but in the colloquial sense of the word, an introvert, someone who holds everything to himself. If he was hurt as a kid, he's gonna hold everything inside here and he'll let other people abuse him. He'll become a victim. He'll become a victim himself. So who's he hurting? Himself. And then you have other people who will bring it on the outside and they get all angry at everybody else, but it's the same hurt. It's just how it manifests. Does that work? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, Dr. Uh, Simcharaba. Yeah, let me hear it. Yeah, I'm just going to make a bracha. Baruch Just about what you were saying, like how some people are like that, but Yeah, louder, please. Yeah. It's fine if it's true. It's, yeah. The fact that you were high 
doesn't mean that your illness is easier for you to deal with. It means that other people have an easier time dealing with you. Nice. Can you send that to me? I like that. You're right. That's high functioning versus a lower functioning. Correct. He's good. Everyone thinks he's good, but meanwhile, he hurts himself. So the hurt goes somewhere. Good, very good point, though. Okay, yes. Ari, yeah. Um, what does someone do if they think and they, they're very close to someone and they know them very well and they still get triggered by them? Well, of course. What do you mean? What, what, do, you mean, what do you mean by that? Your wife, exactly. What do you mean? Your wife's going to trigger the daylights out of you. I don't know what's really going on, but I do know what's really going on. Yeah, that could trigger you even more. So then, how could you judge a favor? What? So then you're going to have a very Yeah, it's hard. That's very hard. Correct. That's very hard. It's harder to judge your wife and your children and the people closer to you favorably than it is Stom, some guy in the gas station. Yeah, there is an AT. You got to work on yourself. You got to learn how to, how to work on yourself and learn more how to work on yourself and then work on yourself even more. That's what he said, Rabbi Lazarus. What was he doing in the shear? What's Rabbi Bader sitting in the shear for? What's Rabbi Sunshine doing in the shear right now? What's Simcha Rabba? Rabbi Erblach. There's oh, you always got to work on it. You got to work on yourself. Always, always. That's the million dollar thing that we hate to accept. It's always you. It's always you. But, 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 no, no, it's always you. It's always you. Someone's going to say, oh, but the guy, my, the, my roommate is really a terrible guy. So why is it me? Well, why are you his roommate? Why are you in the room? Why are you having that conversation? What's the line? Here it goes. I have it. If you tell your child something, this is, a, this is great. I love... I love when, when because the, these are so yesodistic. Listen to this. If you told your child something a thousand times, Ari, listen to this one. You told yourself, Yisrael, you like this one too. If you told your child something a thousand times and he still doesn't get it, it's not the child who's the slow learner. I'll say it again. If you tell your child something a thousand times and he still doesn't get it, it's not the child. Ready? Now take the word child out. If you think this thought about somebody a thousand times, mom, how come you, oh, I'm so angry at my mother. And I'm not making fun of anybody because we all have stuff with our parents. Mom, oh, I can't believe my mother, she's blah, blah, blah. How long have you been with your mother for? Oh, 18 years, 30 years, 40 years. And you're still surprised that your mother acts like that? How long have you been with your father? For how long? Oh, you mean when I walk outside and the cat meows, I'm surprised that the cat didn't bark? That's what cats do. They meow. That's what my mother does. That's what she does. So why are you getting all angry about it? About One second. How long are you going to be upset about it, Rafi? What are you upset about? Do you get upset when the cat meows? You get upset when the cat meows? Let's say it meows at you. Let's say it meows at you. Oh, gosh, stupid cat. You ever have that neighbor? Oh, will you please, you know, keep the noise down. You've been my neighbor for 30 years. I make noise all the time. What are you getting upset about? You want to set a boundary and say, you know what? I, I don't want that relationship, so set the boundary. What are you getting upset about? That's Coach Menachem. Look up that, that piece I did on Coach Menachem. That was one of the things. Oh, I'm so upset that the person is in shul and he's talking in shul. I'm angry at the person. Why are you angry at the person? That guy talks in shul all the time. What are you getting angry at? So like Ari said, it's you. 
the emotion behind it is the kasha. Make sense? Yeah, yeah, this is a deep one. Especially when we get to what Yehuda said, what a trigger. I'm not whole Yehuda, that's like everything. We, 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 that's going to be a chapter in itself. Amir Tzashem. Yes. Yeah, yeah? We good? Yeah, yeah, we're getting deep over here. Shkoyach Ari. Shkoyach Ari, Shkoyach everybody. Thank you, Yisrael. Keep on talking. Oh, I want Nisana. I've been waiting for this. Nisana al Dvar, everybody. Come on, let's give them. I love it. I love it. So that's a toughie. Well, well first of all, I'm gonna, come on, I'm going to cut you off too quick on that one. You have a choice. What does that mean? You're right. If God forbid someone's in jail, in jail with somebody, you're right. I'm saying, a roommate, you have a choice. So I don't want to be. I, I don't want to deal with that. That's a boundary. People could say. Now, I'm not. I'm not saying this because I know parents listen to this year and older people and adults. I'm not saying this. I'm not recommending this to anybody. If you, if, you, if you can't handle your mom, you can't handle it, then don't talk to them. What do you want me to tell you? Again, I'm not getting into anything practical thing. So don't stay away. So stay away. If my mother's toxic, if my father's toxic, if my brother's toxic, and that's not good for me, and it's unhealthy for me, I can make the decision to call her up or not call her up until I'm able to. But at what point do I continue blaming? Someone's going to say, your wife, your wife. Okay, I'm going to say something that people don't want to hear, so then you get divorced. Uh, obviously, that's not... The, that's not the first card you're pulling. But I'm saying people get divorced. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't criticize if somebody gets divorced. It's not my, my job to, to judge someone to get divorced or not get divorced. But, but that's what call, was Zach. That's codependency. My, my, my wife's an alcoholic. My husband's an alcoholic. What am I supposed to do? I don't know what you're supposed to do. Say, I'm not living with you if you're going to drink alcohol. Set up the proper boundaries. That's where we hurt ourselves and we don't protect ourselves and give ourselves what we need. Make sense? Yeah? Go, go. You could, you could. And also about the, about, let's say someone talks in shul, uh, what happens if someone has a guest? He doesn't know that he talks in shul, right? Okay, well, so what are you getting so angry? People talk in shul. You must not be davening with so much kavanah if you could pay attention to people, not you, right? Okay, but whatever, right? What, what do you, right? I'm so into my kavanah, I don't have time to look at who's talking in shul. But the bottom line is like this. It's very normal that things bother us about other people. It's very normal, it's very common. It's the biggest blessing in the world that people bother us. You know why? Because it's our ticket to, to find out who we are. And just wait till you're married. Just wait till you're married, wait till you have children. You think your roommate triggers you? Huh. Like I always tell guys, I'll get to the questions in a second, everybody, right? I always say, everyone says, oh, but my roommate, right? This is what some of you are thinking now. One second. My roommate I don't like, but my wife I'm gonna love, so I'm not gonna have a problem, right? My roommate, right? I don't really like him so much, so, so it, 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 if, I'm, if I'm having a tough time with him, but my wife, I'm going to be fine with it. It's the exact opposite. Your, your wife, the people closer to you, you hurt, you're going to hurt. We hurt the people closest to us. So if you're get, getting triggered by your roommate, for sure you're going to get triggered by your wife. And just for my answer, oh. sitting back and talking about roommates, I lived in Israel in Baltimore. So did I. And there was... An older guy in the yeshiva would go to New York, as we said, to buy sperm. He went out on dates. And he would come back late at night. There were two guys in the room, myself and this guy. So he came back in the middle of the night, the light he turned on, 
And Tillion got undressed until it was, it was just a problem. I couldn't room me the next day also. So I went to the dorm counselor. I said, could you change my room or my, whatever. I can't be with this guy. So he said, I don't have any other rooms to change. So I went to the mashkiach. Who's that? From David Krumglass. Oh, wow. I said to him, Rebbe, I have a problem. The dorm council is not helping me. I can't. What am I going to do? So what did he say? He said, what are you going to do when you're married? Wow. Your wife wants the light on and you want it off. Or wow. Wow. So I said, no problem, Rebbe. I'll go to another room. <laughs> I have more than one room. So what did he say? My wife just gave it back to me. She was on the phone a lot. And I tried to hush. I don't know what. I was watching something, a sheer or something, a learning. And she said, why don't you go to the other room? <laughs> she remembered. And she was right. Amazing. See, Rabbi Bader, is, uh, is this accurate what we're talking about over here, Rabbi Bader? Absolutely. I, see, no matter how old you are, it, it, it all applies. Yes, Yisrael. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes you got to know who you're, the people who you can connect to and the people who you're friendly with and the people who there is to talk to and who I'm wasting time talking to. Of course, it is, it's of course. But at what point do you, do you say it ain't happening, it's not happening? Of course, our goal is we have amazing relationships with every person. The realistic thing is people are different and it's difficult. And the more you learn to have a good relationship with yourself, the more you learn to t take care of yourself, the more you learn to be able to have inner healthy talk within yourself, the more you're able to heal those wounds that you have. And that doesn't take overnight. That takes time and time and time. Then you'll be able to deal with people much better. Because all of the, as I've said many times, road rage. Road rage is not road rage. Know what it's called? It's called rage. It's not road rage. Like I say, parents. People talk about parents. It's not parents. It's called a person. <laughs> he's, an, he's an angry parent. No, he's not. He's an angry person. And now he's taking out his anger on the little guy. That's all. He takes his anger out on his boss or his, or his colleagues or his employees as well. It doesn't, what goes around, it's not, it's, not, it's not just in his home. It's all over the place. Okay, let's learn. Oh, we have a few. Shlomo, then Yosef, and then we'll do. Wow, amazing. Yeah, go. Okay. Um, <laughs> what I'm understanding is that any, if I could upset someone yes. or anything like that, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, not, not it's all on you. It's, it's, it's all what? In you. It's all in you. Nice. Let's say I'm upset at someone them not working on themselves. And it's someone I'm close to enough where it makes, I want them to work on themselves and actually care about that. Overall, like, okay, I guess the question is... Well, that's code, sorry to do the, pull out the codependency card, but that's codependency 101. Yes. It's not your business. That's not your business. That's not your business. Your business is to work on yourself. The more we try and control other people, the more, there are only, there are three businesses. Guys, there are three businesses. Business number one is God, his business. He makes it rain, he makes it shine. 
He makes the world everything. God runs a lot. I mean, he runs everything, but I'm saying out of our control. That's business number one. Business number two is somebody else. Somebody else. Business number three is who? Is me. Wait, wait one second. Now, anytime you're living in someone else's business besides yourself, that means God's business, Hashem's business, or someone else's business, you will lose and you will suffer. Because you can't, I don't mean suffer physically, I mean emotionally, mentally, you will suffer anytime you are in someone else's business. When you fight reality, you only lose 100% of the time. So if I'm fighting, right, you guys got that? When you fight the reality, and the reality is I can't control Hashem, and I can't control, obviously, we could daven, we're not getting that, so you'll go to 4 o'clock to Rabbi Lazarus, to Rosh Hashiva, you'll go to his shir on Derech Hashem, and he'll explain how that works, how we actually affect Hashem. But on Pajrib Shah, we can't affect. Hashem does what Hashem does. I can't affect other people. i got to make sure I take care of myself. Now, can that influence other people? Who just sent that to me? Someone sent that to me. Who sent that to me today? About, um... Okay, I forgot where, where um, who, oh, Shuli sent it to me. Right, even this, ready for this? He sent this to me at three o'clock in the morning. I was so happy to, to get this when I woke up in the morning. A healer, and this is even a healer. This is even a therapist. This is even someone who spends his whole day trying to help people. You ready for this one, Shlomo? A healer is not someone that you go to for healing. A healer is someone, I don't like the wording so much, that triggers within you your own ability to heal yourself. Exactly. A good Rebbe, Lahavdal, a good therapist. I mean, a therapist could be a Rebbe as well, could be a mentor of yours. I just mean as far as the secular view of it. But a mentor of yours, a good person to look up to, is not someone who wants to control you and follow. That's what, that was my first thing I told you guys in the opening speech of this yeshiva. Leaders create followers. Great leaders create leaders. I'm not looking for anyone to follow me, I promise you. I promise, I don't want anyone to follow me. The only thing I want you to follow me is by not following me. The only thing I want you to follow, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm telling you something. The only thing I'm telling you is be yourself. I'm not telling you to be me. I love Monsieur Zicharim. I'm not telling you to love Monsieur Zicharim. I could tell you love something that will change your life. I could tell you that learning Hilchus Lashonara has changed my life. I can't force, I don't force my kids. I have this with my kids all the time. I can't force you. I'm not going to control you to be something. I could tell you what my experience is. I could work on myself. I could try and be humble. I had this last night with my son. My son, when was it? So after supper, he pulled out a, one of those uh, watermelon ices. You know, the, the, it looks like a watermelon. And he pulled it out. He says, Tati, you want one? So, he, so he, I said, yeah, sure. Nothing like bonding. I mean, I like ices, so it's good to bond anyway with the ices. So he pulls out the ices. I have the ices. We're sitting on the couch. Mamish, this is what happened. I pull off the wrapper, and I said, 
I close my eyes, I try and be Machman Brachas, and I said, Baruch HaTashem, Elokeinim right? I made a Shahakal, Isis, I took a set, oh, Sruli, you were here, I didn't realize you were here. Thank you, Sruli, for sending me that, uh, he sent me that quote. Thank you, Sruli, for giving me the credit. Thank you. So like this, I pull it out, I say, Shahakal, Nia Bidvaro, loved it. A second later, my son goes, pulls off the wrapper and goes, Baruch Shaka. He doesn't make bracha. I don't mean I don't mean that in a bad way. What did he do? He copied me. I say, make sure you make a bracha. I would say, make sure you make a bracha. Be quiet. Calm down. Don't be his. What do you have to be his? Make a bracha. Show you're thankful for things. I always say that with the candy, the candy guy in Shul. Right? You ever see? I don't know if they have that anymore. They used to have the candy guy. So the little kid, don't do this to your. Do what I'm going to tell you. This I'm going to tell you. This you're not following me, but it'll make sense what I say. Your kid is going to go up and he's going to go over to the candy guy in shul and he's going to take a candy. I, I I don't like when I hear him says, "Did you make a bracha? How about this? Did you say thank you? Why? Why do I say make sure you say thank you? I don't say the bracha. Why? Because what's making a bracha? Saying thank you. So if you teach your kid to say thank you to a human being, so then he could think, I'll say thank you. The chinuch says, that's where kibbut avayim comes from. What's kibbut avayim? Why do we have to have kibbut avayim? Because if you're thankful for your parents, you know what you'll be thankful for? God, Hashem. But if you're not thankful for your parents, how do you expect to be thankful for God? Your parents are living, I mean, Hashem's living also, but we don't see Hashem. If your own parents who gave birth to you, who took care of you, who give to you, you don't know how to say thank you, how are you going to say thank you to some Hashem? It starts with your relationships. It starts with your relationships with people. As the Ramchal says, one of my favorite lines, Masil Sharm, see it all connects to Ramchal. We, I, I didn't think we'd get it today. Masil Sharm says one of the most powerful things that I've ever heard him say. He says, Gam hu misug ha'oi havim. Hashem ani ledodi vedodi li. Hashem is a relationship. If your relationship stinks, and people don't want to hear this, but I don't care, but it's the truth. If your relationship stinks with people, your relationship will stink with God. If you don't know how to have a good relationship with people, then you don't know how to have a good relationship with Hashem. It's impossible. And the more we work on having good relationships with people, the more we'll learn how to have a good relationship with Hashem. Okay, we got to do the halacha. We have a few minutes. Yosef's on, then Zach, and then we'll go. Yeah, is that good? We're good, everybody? We're good? I'm just copying that. I'm my own person, and my, my parents or anything I grew up with has nothing to do with how, how old are you, Shlomo? 19. You're 19. And I say this all the time. You have to, we have to thank our parents either way. Because if you're, if you're I, I don't want to, I'm not talking to anybody specific. If, you're, if, you're fa if your father was like, you didn't like what he did, then you have to thank him because you know what not to do. And you have to thank him if he did good things. And your mother the same. Either way, we have to be thankful. But you got to own your own life. That's what we got to do. Beautiful. Yes, Yosef, then Zach, and then we'll... Let's say, let's say I'm, uh, I'd be more careful on Lashon Hara, and, and when I'm with one of my friends, then he is also, you know, like, he's also going to Lashon Hara, but then that friend, when he's playing with other people, is not, you know, he just doesn't care saying Lashon Hara, you know, with his other... Good for him, okay, as long as, you, as, long as he's good with you. What do you I mean, that's, that's not your business, what he does. Uh, people, that says something about you. That means you bring out a certain... Right? 
Yeah, Zach? Rebbe was talking about how like anger and sadness are similar. Yeah. I heard that anger is a secondary emotion, so anger can be pushing away feeling sad. Yeah, yeah, correct. They, 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 they at someone, you could take a step back and say, <clears throat> why does this make me feel angry? And that's how you can figure out. Nice, nice. Beautiful. Well said. Correct. They're very, they're very connected. Okay, let's learn the halacha here. We're going to just do page 30 on the bottom. Speech that can cause another Jew to be degraded, page 30, in the eyes of his peers. Therefore, it is us here to talk negatively about someone's inborn traits. You may claim, I'm really not saying anything negative about the person because it's not his fault that he was born this way. Chazraimas, imagine if you were the person, how would you feel? Page 31, that girl is unintelligent. Nebuch, he is so dumb. Such statements can have terrible ramifications. If the person being spoken about is single, then he will have a difficult time finding the shikh. If the person is a businessman, people will be reluctant to do business with him. Listen to this. This next paragraph is very powerful. Negative remarks about someone's inborn traits, in a sense, is worse than negative comments spoken about someone's behavior. Why? Because when you hear someone talking about someone's behavior, you could don the kafschus. Right? Someone, someone is uh, driving on Shabbos. They're, uh, they're ru rushing to the hospital. They don't know that it's Shabbos yet. You're not judging the person. But when you say something about a person's characteristics, what are you going to say? Give the person the benefit of the doubt. However, when you hear that someone is not smart, that person becomes labeled in your mind is not smart. Such labels are very difficult to uproot. I have had statements that someone told me over 30 years ago about somebody, and it still is... is, is is in my mind that I have to get it out of. I'm not joking. A family member said something, someone said something to me about a family member, and I still have it ingrained uh, about that person. Hashem will help us. Our job, as Shlomo brought out, as we're all talking, our job is to be in our business. That's when we're the happiest. Even though reality, that reality sometimes stinks, but it's the only way you're gonna get there. As long as you're in someone else's business, it's challenging. Hashem will help us all to just keep on doing what we're doing. And uh, don't worry about your past. Don't worry about your future. The only thing we have is today. That's all we got. That's all we got. That's all we have. Because yesterday doesn't exist anymore. And tomorrow's not here. The only thing we could do is figure out from 6.30 at night till what time am I going to sleep tonight? How am I going to have a great day tomorrow? How am I going to end off my day tonight? How am I going to have a good evening so I could get myself ready to have an amazing rest of your day and an amazing tomorrow? Because that's all we got. We all have one day. That's all we have is the day that we have right now. That's all you have. You want to change your life? Change your now. You want to change your life? Change your now. Because that, that's the only thing you can control. You can't control tomorrow, because tomorrow, when tomorrow comes, it's already today. Have a wonderful day, everybody.